This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 7.50 a.m. You're listening to The Morning Run. I'm Shazana Mokhtar with Philip C. We're familiar with International Women's Day on March 8th, which was recognized by the United Nations in 1977 and has become an annual touchpoint to raise awareness on women's issues and rights. Two years ago, the UN agreed to commemorate March 10th today as International Day for Women Judges. So this is relatively new to the calendar, but no less important an issue to highlight. Women make up half of the legal profession in Malaysia, but it wasn't until recently that we see more women take on prominent roles in senior leadership of the judiciary. The first woman Chief Justice Tunku Maimun Tuan Mat was appointed in 2019, followed by the first woman President of the Court of Appeal, Rohana Yusuf, in the same year. It's actually heartening to know that today, six out of the nine judges in the federal court are women. Now, is this reflective across all levels of the judiciary? And how do we encourage more women towards this career path? Joining us on the line for reflections on the state of gender representation in the judiciary is Annabelle Koch, partner at RDS Law. Annabelle, good morning. Thanks very much for joining us. So what is the level of women's representation in the Malaysian judiciary? How do you think we compare on a global or regional level? All right. So in Malaysia, we have actually made significant progress in achieving gender diversity and representation in the judiciary. Based on the official website of the Malaysian judiciary today, we currently have actually about 32.7% female judges out of the total judges in the Malaysian courts as at today. So looking at the numbers that I've just mentioned, I believe that our country actually has a comparatively good representation of women in the judiciary. So this is actually an encouraging development because it sort of indicates that our country is moving towards greater gender parity and equal opportunities for all. And I would say that Malaysia's progress in this area is actually quite commendable and serves as a positive example for other countries seeking to achieve greater gender equality in their judicial systems. Um, in other jurisdictions, such as the UK and Australia, uh, we can also see a similar pattern where women and females actually make up more than 30% of all court judges and tribunal judges. But at the other end of the spectrum, um, for instance, in India, there was a comment by the Chief Justice in 2021 where she felt that the representation of women at all levels in the Indian courts is relatively quite low. Um, currently, from what I've seen, there are four women judges out of the 33 judges in the office in the Supreme Court. And with regards to women lawyers in India, there's only... 15% women. So yeah, I would say that Malaysia right now is actually on the right track in achieving you know, equality in terms of gender. So Annabelle, it sounds like we're on the right track, but can I just ask you, right, what is the typical pathway to become a judge? And are there any particular challenges for women to take on this career path? Okay, so based on what I've seen and heard so far, I would say that there's not been much of a hurdle for women to enter the judiciary and sort of progress up the ranks in Malaysia. This is actually quite evident from the well-represented number of females in the current judiciary. Um, but I do understand that, as with many demanding careers, uh, women judges may find it difficult to balance their personal life as well as other challenges that follow in respect of their judicial role. So um, I would like to just uh, illustrate one point where was which was raised by the Chief Justice of our Malaysian, uh, Ton Tunku Maimun. Um, she actually shared during an interview 
in 2021 that one of the challenges faced by judges, including herself, would be to balance their professional duties and domestic duties. As women, are, as you know, are constantly striving to achieve excellence in their career without having to neglect their families. So in 2019, Malaysia appointed the first woman Chief Justice, Tengku Maimun Tuan Mat. Talk to us about how significant this is for the legal fraternity here. So when Yang Aman Arif Nanku Maimun was appointed in 2019, she actually made history when she became the first woman in Malaysia to head the country's judiciary as the top judge as position of chief justice, which was formerly known as Lord President. So with this appointment, we we actually feel that it serves as a positive example for future generations of women who aspire to you know, seek a leadership positions in the judiciary, the legal profession, or even in other fields for that matter. During her tenure as Chief Justice, she has given many good judgments. For instance, in one of the landmark judgments which was given at the federal court on 9th December 2022, she ruled that the compensation obtained for properties or land that were forcefully acquired by the authorities should not be subject to income tax. So um, in that case, the Chief Justice held that the Section 4C of the Income Tax Act was rendered unconstitutional because it contravened a specific article in the federal constitution. Yeah, and aside from that, actually, um, other milestone developments would in- towards gender equality would include Tan Sri Datuk Sri Siti Norma Binti Yaakob, who is now a retired Malaysian lawyer and judge. She was actually noted for being the first woman to become chief judge of Malaya. Uh, she actually replaced Tan Sri Haida, who retired last year. And she was also the first woman to be made the Court of Appeal judge in 1994 and the Federal Court judge in 2001. So, yeah, as you can see, there are various um, milestones in our country with regards to females. Yep. So, Annabelle, this, this may seem like a really obvious question, but uh, let's hammer in the point. Why is it important to have greater women's participation in the justice system? So women participation in the in the justice system can actually help ensure that women and other marginalized groups have greater access to justice because women who have experienced uh, gender-based violence themselves or discrimination um, then would be more likely to come forward and seek justice if they see a woman being represented in the justice system as well. So I would like to just draw an illustration. Um, today, our firm, Rosalie Dalan Saravana Partnership, we actually have Miss um, Oibi Hong, who is our female head of corporate department and chairperson in our law firm, who is very much involved in the decision-making matters of the firm. And in our firm, we really promote uh, females and women to, you know, climb up the corporate ladder. And we, we do encourage females to be part of a collaborative culture so that they can provide their input on matters of the firm and with regular team meetings, open door policies and all of that. And we are also one of the um, few law firms who have in place a respectful workplace policy where we expressly prohibit abusive and unwelcome conduct undertaken on the basis of, say, an individual's personal characteristics like gender and all of that. So, Annabelle, you mean you're highlighting all the great work that your firm is doing to combat gender discrimination, but this does, re- this does point to the fact that there's a broader problem to the, driving this right in the broader Malaysian legal profession? 
I think from what I've seen so far, there has been a greater initiative by, I mean, the legal fraternity now to, you know, sort of implement this sort of policies to protect women and, you know, against sexual harassment. But I would say it has only really come about in the past uh, couple of years. So, uh, yeah, more, more could be done in that aspect. Thanks very much for your time. That was Annabelle Koch, partner at RDS Law, giving us her reflections on um, International Day for Women Judges, which is today, the 10th of March. I think highlighting there the progress that we've made, uh, but really still also the long way we have to go to actually achieve gender parity or gender equality and representation. But it does feel like the judicial system is ahead of the curve compared to many other sectors or many other pillars of government, if you compare versus parliament and such, right? Judiciary has made much more outsized progress. Look at cabinet, for example. There are some ministerial portfolios that have never gone to a woman. Mm. Um, But the fact that our chief justice is a woman, I think is extremely significant and something that we should be proud of and something that we need to maintain as well. Not that it has to be a woman, but that uh, more women should be given that opportunity or they should be seen at the top. It's a glass ceiling broken. 7.59 in the morning. We're heading into some messages and then it's the 8 a.m. news bulletin. After that, on the breakfast grill, Philip C. speaking to Sebastian Malaby, the author of The Power Law, Venture Capital and the Making of the New Future. Stay tuned to BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.